Right, boys and girls, welcome to the Gridline Podcast. My name's Jay, and I'll be your gracious host for this entire podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been meaning to get this podcast started, getting it going for a while, and I've always been putting it off, but I thought, you know what, it's Sunday, it's 29th of January, might as well, you know, do it now, or I'm never going to do it ever again. So, <laughs> for episode one, we'll be talking about the driver lineups for this year and where they're going to be at the end of the year. I've got some interesting predictions. You know, I've been doing a bit of thinking about, you know, certain drivers and where certain cars are going to be. A um, couple little controversial maybe picks here and there, but we'll get to them when we get to them. But yeah, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, let's get this thing rolling. Right, so P20 and P19, we've got the Williams boys. I've got Logan Sargent at P20 and Alex Albon at P19. Now, I actually, as a driving lineup, I actually have quite a bit of faith in them. I actually think they're really talented. Albon last season, you know, he had some banging drives. Uh, Australia, can't think of other drives other than Australia, but yeah, Australia was a big one that I can think of off the top of my head right now. Um, but also, there's a lot of times where he ended up P11, P12, or P13, so he's in around the points. And in that shitty Williams car, he was doing bits, he was doing bits. And I think Logan Sargent, last year in F2, he looked decent. And I think he will be a pretty good talent as well. I reckon he'll be a lot better than Latifi. And what I'm thinking is that they're both going to be able to score um, some points points this year. Um, I think, you know, they'll be it'll be similar to how Albon was last year. But I think they're both going to be in the fight for P12, P13 and the occasional points. I reckon also James Vowles as a team principal is going to be quite good. And I reckon that's actually going to help them in you know, the next couple of years. I just think this year, if it's a continuation of that car last year... It's not going to be too competitive. It'll be better than, you know, what Williams had in the past, don't get me wrong. But I still think it's just going to be, you know, that back marker team. Um, But I reckon in the next couple of years, hopefully Williams start pecking up, you know, the order. And this year might prove me wrong. It might actually have a couple more points than I think um, and actually be a bit ahead. But for right now, I'm predicting both the Williams boys anyways, P19 and P20. So in P17 and P18, we've got the AlphaTauri boys. But I'm predicting that Nick is actually going to beat Yuki. By a couple points, I actually reckon Yuki might... This is going to be Yuki's last season. Um, From what I've seen uh, from Yuki, I'm not impressed. You know, his rookie season... Okay, fair enough, he was a rookie. You know, he had his mistakes and things like that. Last year, he got better. Don't get me wrong, he did get better. But I just don't think, you know, it's going to be enough. And I reckon he won't have a seat next year. I'll talk about next year's uh, seats in another episode. But for Yuki, I reckon this is going to be it for him. He might have one okay drive. And I say okay, like similar to his performance out in Abu Dhabi where he got P4. But I think that's going to be it. Um, as for his teammate, Nick DeVries, I've got more faith in Nick, if I'm honest. Even though, you know, it's only one stop ahead, uh, one stop ahead of his um, teammate, I reckon he'll do a decent job. And I think you'll be able to extract more out of the car um, than Yuki will. Even if I think the AlphaTauri isn't going to be that great. You know, Nick's already proved that he can get, you know, a performance out of a pretty terrible car in that Williams last year. So I think he'll do a decent job and at least beat his teammate. Next, we've got Nico Hülkenberg at P16. I reckon the Haas is going to be pretty, pretty decent. I think it will be better than it was last year. So I'm putting Nico at 16. 
He'll do a better job than Mick. You know, he isn't going to cr crash frequently. He's a safe pair of hands. But that being said, I actually think it's going to take a bit a bit of time for him to get back into the swing of things. Now, I know he's driven um, for um, Aston Martin uh, and Racing Point um, as, you know, the super sub. And he's done pretty decently for them as well. But I just think a full F1 drive, I think it might take a bit of time, you know, to get into the swing of things. I reckon that he might do something similar to K-Mag last season where he, he might start off with a bang um, and then go fairly mare for most of the season. But he'll do an okay job for them. And I reckon P16 uh, for Nico would be a solid um, solid sort of a year for him. You know, consistent points. Nothing too major, but, you know, just enough. Just enough for him to, you know, do the job. At P15, we've got big old Lancey Lance Stroll. Now, Lance... <sighs> I do rate him as a driver. On his day, he's got a bit of pace about him. But because his seat is never going to be in danger, like for as long as his dad owns that team, he's always going to have a seat there. I just don't think he's got the motivation to perform on a regular basis. I reckon Aston will actually have a really good package, as you'll see later where I've put Alonso. But I just don't think Lance is going to be able to extract the most out of it. Plus, you know, the fireworks of Alonso and the Strolls being, you know, in the same team are going to be incredible if some shit actually goes down between them. So I think that could also hinder uh, Lance a little bit as well, because I think Lance might have, you know, one or two more accidents with Alonso, you know, um, throughout the season. Um, same as what happened last year, I think, in Austin. But, yeah, I think P15 for Lance um, is where I'm going to put him. If he proves me wrong, more than more than happy to, um, you know, get called out on that. Because if he proves me wrong, then fair play to him. But I don't think he's going to... Um, do more than P15, if I'm honest. And then P14, we've got big old K-Mag. Now, I reckon K-Mag's going to have a decent season. I think, as I mentioned, the Haas is going to be a bit better than last year. I think K-Mag might have some more moments like Brazil and Bahrain last year. It's not going to be, you know, I think it'll be an inconsistent season from him. But I think he's going to have more, a couple more highs during the season. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if Nico ends up here and K-Mag ends up P16 instead as well. Because I think K-Mag is going to do better than him um, this year, but I wouldn't also be surprised if it's the other way around. I just think the way the setup is at Haas, you know, it's going to be an okay car. They've got two two drivers who can score, you know, consistent points. One of them is going to probably have a bit more of a better season than the other. I just think it's going to be K-Mag over Nico, but, you know, it could be Nico over K-Mag as well. And at P13, I've rated a big old... Joe Guan Yu at P13. Um, now, I'm a little biased. I'm going to be honest. I will hands down admit I am biased to this because um, I really, really rated Alpha, Alpha Romeo in the first half of last season. And I'm hoping they're able to sort of rekindle that for the whole season this year. Again, likelihood is they're not going to be able to do that. But I'm going to, you know, this is my predictions. I'm going to, you know, hope for the best. And I hope that Alpha Romeo, who are going to be Audi soon, um, you know, pattern up and actually get a good packaging for the whole year. I reckon Joe was really unlucky last season with their reliability. Um, but you can see he's a good driver. And I think he's going to have, you know, some double decent races this year. It might be a bit bold, but I reckon he's going to do it. So I'm going to put him at P13. I know when I listen back to this at the end of the season, and he ends up like P17, I'll be thinking like, what the fuck? But I have faith. I have faith in Alfa Romeo. I've got faith in Joe. So P13 for my boy. And then P12 is... Oh, the boy himself, Oscar Piastri. Now, Oscar is going to be a really, really hard drive to rank this year because on paper, he should be world-class. He's on the level of Leclerc and Russell. He won F2 and 
and F3 back to back. And with the fuss to get him into that McLaren seat, we're expecting, you know, that level of quality driver. But I don't know if it's me being cautious or something, but I just think he's going to have a slow start to the season, especially the first half of the season. I don't think it'll be as bad as Danny Rick. Um, Danny Rick's time at McLaren anyways. Um, but I think he's going to start coming good in the second half of the year. And, you know, I think I'll make it... That second half year performance will kind of make up for the slow first half year he's going to have. Um, that being said, though, I wouldn't be surprised if um, he beats the two drivers ahead of him and gets P10. Because... I reckon they're going to be quite close between um, P10 and P12. So I'm going to put Oscar down as P12. But I wouldn't be surprised if he goes around P10 or P11-ish. Um, I just think it's going to take him a bit more time to adjust to um, the McLaren and the whole setup there. And with Lando as, as his teammate, you know, that's going to be that's going to be an interesting dynamic to see because we rate Lando really highly. And, you know, it's a really big question mark if Oscar's on that level or if he's better or worse than that level. You know, only time will tell. And then for P11, we've got uh, big old Valtteri Bottas. Uh, Bottas last year, you know, especially first half of the year, he was an absolute baller, you know. Um, it, again, this is more of a leap of faith of Alfa Romeo being really good. Um, and hands down, I'll admit I am being biased. Um, and Bottas was, you know, he was start of the year, start of last year anyway, so he's been really consistent getting the most of that car. So I reckon P11, you know, for the big fin. Uh, and yeah, that's all I've really got to say about Bias. So P10 and P9, I've put down the Alpine boys, but I actually reckon that Pierre is going to beat Ocon. So Ocon's going to be P10 and Gasly's going to be P9. Now, it's going to be another solid season for Esteban, but I think Pierre's going to beat him. I think there's going to be, they're going to try and be civil for the for, you know, first couple of races, but with Esteban's history of clashing with his teammates, you know, look at Perez at Force India. You know, look at Alonso in the last two seasons. Well, this last season anyways. And the season before that, not so much. Um, and, you know, the fact that Pierre and him just don't like each other in the first place. Like, we know that as fact. You know, it's going to hinder them both, I reckon. And I wouldn't be surprised if they have a few clashes uh, this year. Uh, but I do also see them both having solid drives as well. And maybe a podium for one of them um, could be on the cards. So I think P10 for Ocon and P9 for Gasly. I think it'll be solid for both of them, but they're going to crash into each other at least once, maybe twice, and that will hinder them, I think, in the championship. So that's why I'm putting them down at P10 and P9. Right, and at P8, we've got your boy Alonso. So as I mentioned, I reckon the Aston's package is going to be double decent. I think it's going to be a solid package. You know, I think it'll be a package that's, you know, higher midfield, possibly podium territory, similar to the Alpine and the McLarens. And I reckon that uh, Alonso at the wheel, he's going to, you know, do some serious stuff with that car. I think part of the reason is it's going to be P8 is because the Alpines are going to be crashing into each other um, once, maybe twice. So I think that's going also going to help Alonso in terms of the standings. But it's going to be, you know, a more reliable car than he had last year. Uh, mix that in with some strong performances. Maybe Touchwood, a podium or two. Yeah, I think P8 for Alonso. Um, I mean, he deserves that, you know, as a minimum, I think. So, P7, best the rest again, is going to be big Lando Norris. Uh, I do have faith in McLaren producing a package, um, which Lando's going to like more than the one he had last year. Because remember, last year he did not like the car that he had, and he still got P7. So I think the car is going to be a bit better um, than, you know, what he had last year. And I also think he's going to keep with solid, solid performances. Um, so I reckon it's going to be the same type of performance with a better car. So again, P7, I don't see McLaren breaking into that top six um, just yet, or top three with the constructors. 
um, just yet, but I think they're going to be in a step in the right direction to that. So I reckon P7 for Lando sounds about right. And P6, I've got Carlos Sainz down. Now, the top six, I reckon the team's obviously going to be Ferrari, McLaren and Red Bull. That's going to be a given. But I think the running order is going to be a bit different this year. I think Carlos and Perez are going to be quite close this year in the pecking order. And I've put Perez in fifth and I'll talk, to, I'll talk a bit about him as well after. Um, so I think they're going to be quite close. I think the likelihood is they're going to have a race or pole position and just be fighting each other. I do rate the signs a lot as a driver, but this is more of being cautious about Ferrari more than my ability, my faith in um, Carlos Sainz as a driver. Because I think if he had like the great package, a great package under his wheel, I would probably put him down ahead of Perez. But I just don't have faith in Ferrari. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I just don't have faith. Um, and I'm going to stay cautious about them and put him down as P6. And then P5, Perez. So there are big question marks about Perez and Verstappen and will they get along this year? You know, Monaco last year, Brazil last year, it all popped off at Red Bull. Um, so I think, I think Perez, his performances may diminish a bit this year. And as much as I like Perez, I'm also a big Danny Rick fan. I'll openly admit that. So I am hoping for, you know, Ricardo to get back into that seat, that Red Bull seat, and prove, you know, why he's such a great driver. So with that bias in mind, again, hands down, I'm being biased here. I think Perez will be in P5. I think his performances will dip a little bit. And I think he'll get to the end of the season, but I don't think he'll be keeping his seats for next year. And touch wood, fingers crossed, big Danny Rick takes his seat because we need him back on the grid. And P4, we've got good old George Russell. Now, I reckon Merkel are going to be looking solid uh, this year. At the end of last year, they've got the porpoising issues pretty much solved. And their package was looking, you know, double decent again. And the win at Brazil for George summed up the fact that it's going to be, you know, a race-winning car. So I think Mr. Consistent is going to be, you know, back at it again. And just have a solid year. I think his teammate's going to beat him. Um, and I think he's going to have an even better season than uh, George uh, this year. But I reckon George, you know, two two wins, maybe three wins um, on the board, you know, just to kind of solidify himself as, you know, Merck's future. And P3, we've got Charles Leclercles. So I do actually feel really bad for Charles. I think he's a rapid driver. I think Fred Vasseur is going to be a, do a decent job at Ferrari. Finally, you know, a decent team principal at Ferrari. And I think Charles will have a few wins and podiums. I just think the two drives on top are going to do a bit better than him. But I am hoping it's going to be a close tire fight this year with Charles in the mix as well as the two other drivers in front. So I'm going to put him down as P3, but I think it's going to be a close uh, P3. So it's going to be um, close between P3, P2 and P1, I'm hoping. That being said, P2, we've got Lewis Hamilton. Now, it's going to be Lewis back on... You know, back on the top again this year. With the Merc having a better car uh, this year, I think he's going to be in the mix for a tire fight again. I don't think he's going to be as close as 2021. I don't think he's going to win the championship at all. But he's going to have a much better car with him. And I think he's going to have a, a good try at getting the eighth, um, but not succeeding. Um, side note, if he does obviously win the eighth, I think he might retire. But I am predicting that he's going to finish P2 with you know the reigning champion who will be named in just a second being p1 again and then for p1 it's your boy 
Max Verstappen. Mm-hmm. See if Max is winning a third. Like, that's all I've really got to say. <laughs> Red Bull, you know, they've produced a top-tier car. Uh, as much as I think Perez isn't going to do as well, I reckon Verstappen is just going to be, you know, on it again. I think it'll be closer than last year. Um, I think Max, it's not going to be as dominant as, um, as Verstappen's year last year. I think Charles, Max and Lewis are all going to be in the fight and it's going to be, you know, fairly close. It's not going to be as close as 2021, but it's not going to be as dominant as uh, 2022. It's going to be somewhere in the middle um, where, you know, it might look like, oh, Hamilton or Leclerc might be doing, you know, might have a shot at winning the title. But, you know, we already know there's happening Red Bull. They're too, they're too good for us. They're too good. So it's going to be Verstappen again, getting P1 and winning his third. And that's my season predictions done and dusted. Have I got them right? Fuck no. <laughs> I know for a fact they're going to be horribly, horribly wrong. I'm going to be looking back at it at the end of the year and thinking, what the fuck was I thinking? But, you know, that's a future problem. You know, that's a future J issue. As of right now... That's what I think. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I've had a really good time um, enjoy recording this episode and um, listening to it and playing it back. You know, I know it's not perfect, but for the first episode, um, you know, and for it to get started, um, I think it's enough for me for today. So if anyone is listening to this, please give me some feedback. Let me know what I can do to improve. And yeah, that's all I've really got to say. So I'm going to sign out. You guys have a lovely day. Peace.